Welcome to the Lucid Thoughts Podcast. Today we will be talking about Brain on Fire, a book by Susanna Cahalan, who is, well, the author of the book, but also the main character. It is called an anti-biography for the reason being that she technically wasn't even really conscious a majority of the time that, uh, or a majority of the book. Uh, It is about a condition or an illness that she had that basically caused her to lose full consciousness and basically made her brain sort of go on fire, essentially. And she had uh, seizures, and it was really, really bad. Um, And it's an extremely rare illness. Uh, It all started early in 2009, she says, in New York City. She works at the New York Post, and she's always been pretty good at her job as a writer and editor. She's always been known as being confident, loyal, and hardworking, and just good at what she does, and strong. Angela is her closest friend at the Post, and her boyfriend is Stephen, who's very loyal and caring, and he comes into play later. And we will be meeting Angela a little bit later as well. She has divorced parents. Her stepmother is Gazelle, and her stepfather is Alan. That part is a little bit important for later on. It all started with a bedbug-based paranoia, where she basically believed that bedbugs were all around her, and uh, she thought that they were all in her apartment as well, and uh, many thought that this was just anxiety, and when she went to Angela, she just said that it's probably just anxiety, and she shouldn't really worry about it, but it ended up getting worse from there. She started to become compulsive and paranoid while she was spending time with her boyfriend, Stephen, and he went out to uh, his band. She ended up uh, feeling this weird need to snoop through all of his, like, emails and stuff and snoop through his, like, personal belongings and became jealous over old letters from, like, his ex-girlfriend, which were very old and, uh, like, super outdated at that time. Um... She uh, she basically went to the doctor after Angela said that it would probably be a good idea. And they said that they could possibly think that it's uh, mono, which um, she she had uh, melanoma uh, when she was uh, like years back. Um, and that was like one of the things that she was worried about is that it could be anything from that. But uh, she began joking about it being mono, possibly. Um, and... Uh, it starts getting really downhill from there as she begins to have, like, issues with, like, photophobia, uh, like, bright colors, uh, hurting her eyes, making her, like, feel weird, having weird, like, almost out-of-body experiences and stuff as she's just walking around, and having strange, just random bouts of anxiety or happiness or sadness which later led to her thinking that maybe it's bipolar um, uh, because uh, she was experiencing those sort of uh, like depressive episodes and manic episodes. Um, and she started having like bad seizures. Like she had a blackout seizure um, and had to be brought to the emergency room. But even then, they still didn't think that like anything was wrong with her. They still said that she was fine. And... Um, it got worse because her 
she began speaking less, like, clearly, thinking less clearly, um, she began to basically lose herself, and lose her, like, literally lose her mind in a way, um, and she, like, completely changed during that time, and her, uh, her, uh, parents, uh, and Stephen had to take care of her for a long time, um, or they, they had to take care of her, she went with her mom, uh, she went, uh, with her dad, and every time she had serious issues with thinking that she was, like, being locked up at her dad's, and being kidnapped by him, and stuff like that, and it became to a point where she was acting, like, childish and such, um, so they they demanded that she uh, goes back into the hospital, and she uh, ended up having a very very se uh, serious like sort of seizure at the end of the first part. Uh, and Stephen and her parents basically had to do everything for her at that time. Um, but um, there are some interesting effects that come from all of this. Um, interesting stuff that led up to it, and I'm going, I have, uh, somebody here today to talk about some of that stuff, um, that sort of led up to it, and, uh, one of Susanna's friends, Angela, the one I mentioned already. Hi. So, I, you are here today, basically, for me to ask you about did you, were you worried by the bed bugs, uh, by her reaction to the bed bugs? Um, I was more worried about the bed, bed bugs than anything, but, um, not, not really, just normal sort of anxiety. So, when exactly did you start noticing anything off? Her overreaction to the whole snooping in her boyfriend's stuff. Um, like, that's kind of a normal thing for girls to do, but her reaction to it was a little bit much, in my opinion. Okay, so, did you think, were you ever thinking that she was going to end up having an illness this bad? No, I mean, she's always been strong and always gotten through a lot of stuff in her life, and she's never really had an issue like this, so it was sort of one of the last things that I expected to happen. You know, maybe I didn't even really think it could happen. Well, well, I don't think anybody else was really expecting it either, judging from most people's reactions. Well, thank you for joining us today. You're welcome. And now for some final thoughts. It's interesting. And it, the book itself begins to become almost cryptic in the way it's written, which makes sense. It's meant to portray how her mind was at the time, but it's overall just interesting because I'm interested in what happened while she was, like, unconscious and such, and why in the world did the doctors not pick up on any of this, and why in the world was some of just the way people treated it so, I guess, crummy? Just nobody seemed to notice? But anyways, that's enough for today, and uh, join us next week 
on the Lucid Thoughts podcast, where we will be talking about part two of the book and exactly what starts happening during her month of madness, as she calls it. Thank you. See you all next time.